Hey everyone, this is Bola from clevergirlfinance.com and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So today we're going to be talking about budgeting. Budgeting is something that is really, really critical. It is the key and foundation to your financial success. And if you are struggling with budgeting, if it is something that you don't quite have a firm handle on or you actually don't have in place at all, then you want to listen into this episode because it is really, really important if you are serious about building wealth. But before I get into today's topic, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do either on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher, and be sure to tell a friend, tell somebody you know, leave a review so other people can find this podcast too. Also head over to clevergirlfinance.com, subscribe there so you can get access to my resource library and check out the Academy. The Academy is located at clevergirlfinanceacademy.com. It is an awesome community of women who are building wealth, ditching debt, and changing their money stories. It is a six-month program and you get weekly challenges that help you turn your financial situation around. And so if you are struggling with living paycheck to paycheck, um, you are struggling with debt, or you just want to improve your overall finances, then you want to check out the Clever Girl Finance Academy. And again, it's located at clevergirlfinanceacademy.com. Okay, so you've probably heard it a thousand times before that you need to budget. And the truth is, you do. Having a budget is really the key to your financial success. It is what is going to allow you to build wealth. It's what's going to guide you. It's your blueprint. It's your master plan. And think about it this way. So let's say you're trying to build a house, right? If an if an architect or an engineer doesn't come in to check out the integrity of the house and make sure that, you know, whatever structure is being put in place is going to stand the test of time when it's built, then the chances are that house is going to collapse at the very first storm are very, very high. And that's kind of how your budget works. Your budget is what's going to allow the structure of your finances to stay standing because it's basically your plan for your money. It is you telling your money what to do. And so having a budget in place is really, really critical to your financial success. And I know that a lot of people don't like you know, the idea of budgeting because they feel like it is restriction. They feel like it is some sort of limitation or even punishment, but it's really important to readjust the way you think about your budget and adjust your mindset around budgeting. So as opposed to thinking of your budget as a punishment or a restriction, a restriction or something like that, think about it in the sense that it is here to help you. Your budget is your stepping stone to those money goals you're trying to accomplish. Your budget is what's going to help you actually realize your dream of financial freedom. Your budget is here to help you. And if you don't like the word budget, or if you know the word budget is tied to negative feelings, then you don't have to call it a budget. You can call it whatever you want to call it. I personally prefer to call my budget my plan to greatness. So pick a name you love and adjust your mindset about how you think about budgeting but also keep in mind that you have to do the budget if you want to be financially successful. You have to have a budget in place. Um, there's no two ways about it. It's also important to find a budgeting method that works for you. One of the biggest comments I get from folks is that I am not good at budgeting. And I think that comes from people trying out a budgeting method or a style of budgeting and not doing so good at it and then thinking that they are bad at budgeting. But that's not the case. It's all about finding a style or a method that works best for you, that makes it easy for you to budget and that makes it convenient for you to check in. That's what you need. So don't feel like you have to follow one particular way of budgeting. If it's not working for you, then find another method and try that one out until you find a method that works for you that you like, that helps you, that makes it easier for you to check in on your finances. 
So let's just talk about the goal of your budget. Um, the goal of your budget is to help you spend less than you earn. It's to help you identify your expenses and keep those expenses low. It's also very importantly, you giving every dollar you earn a job to do for you. So think about your dollars, your income as your employees. And these dollars work for the company of you and their job functions may include things like paying down debt, um, building up your emergency fund, investing for retirement and other goals that you as a CEO have assigned to them. And then your business strategy on who gets assigned what is called your budget. Ta-da! <laughs> And basically, none of your employees should be allowed to sit around not adding value to, to your bottom line. Otherwise, they have a high chance of slipping away unaccounted for. So have you ever gone through a week and looked back and wondered where your money went? That's basically what happened. You did not assign every single dollar a specific job to do for you. And that doesn't mean that their jobs can't be fun. You know, they can be assigned shopping and eating out and things like that. But you want to actively give every dollar you earn a job to do for you. That way, you know what's happening with your money. So next, if you are struggling with budgeting or you just haven't been able to get a firm handle on your budget, there's a couple questions you can ask yourself. So question number one is, are you being unrealistic? And that basically means that are you budgeting based on your reality, based on what's really happening, you know, in terms of your income. Um, your budget should be based on what you know you'll be earning for sure. You don't want to base it base it on your maybe I'll be earning this income, you know, I'm not sure I'm gonna get paid for that. You want to tie your budget to money you know that is going to be coming in. And if your income is inconsistent, then look at your last three to six months and average out what your earning was and use that as the baseline for your budget. You don't want to tie your budget to what you wish you'll be earning or what you assume you're going to be earning. You want to tie it to what you know you're going to be earning. Um, the second question you want to ask yourself is, are you being too restrictive? And that means, is it just pay bills, pay bills, pay bills, and nothing else. Um, I personally think that you need to give yourself room for small pleasures that make sense. For example, you can choose to give yourself a small allowance of say $50 a month to do something for yourself. And if you end up not using it, then you can put that money towards your savings or towards your debt at the end of the month. So it's all about not restricting yourself and giving yourself a little bit of room, a little bit of leeway to do stuff that that you like to do so that you don't feel like your budget is punishing you. But it's important to keep in mind that when you are giving yourself allowances and, you know, re um, rewards or allowing yourself to spend money on things that you want to do, you want to make sure that it makes sense. So if, for example, you have $10,000 in credit card debt, you have no business spending $1,000 shopping, for example, or even $500 because that is money that can go towards your debt. You can spend 50 bucks doing something that month that you like. And if you don't use the money, then you can put it towards your debt. But you want to make sure that as you are giving yourself these allowances and small pleasures that they don't derail what you're ultimately trying to accomplish which is why you have your budget in place in the first place. It's you know you building wealth, it's you getting out of debt, it's you saving. And you don't want to allow these allowances or these rewards to 
the real you because a lot of people get caught up in this whole YOLO, I deserve this, I've worked so hard this month, I have to buy this. But again, it's important to keep your big picture in mind and remember your why. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to get out of debt? Why do you want to save money? Why do you want to get your finances in order? And understand that if you can just sacrifice a little bit right now, you're gonna, you can have whatever you want in future. It's just a matter of planning and getting your foundation in place and making sure that you stick to what it is you're trying to do and allowing your budget to guide you. So again, you don't want to over restrict yourself, but then you also don't want to make your budget so tight where you can't breathe. Another reason why people struggle with budgeting is because they are not checking in frequently enough. So in order to be successful with your budget, you have to track your spending against your budget. You have to see how you're doing against the categories you have set. And that means checking in daily or weekly at the very minimum to make sure that you're within your categories. And it's also important to review your, your budget from the prior month to see how things went overall. So what went wrong if you slipped up or what went really well so you know what's working and you know what you should keep doing. So it's it's a it's a it's a work in progress. It's something that you're always practicing and always improving, you know. And think about everything that you've had to learn in life when you learned how to ride a bike or if you learned how to swim. You didn't learn it in one day. You didn't learn it, you know, in one week. It probably took you time and weeks to learn it. And so give yourself time to grow and get comfortable with budgeting. Give give yourself time to make it work for you. Don't give up after a month. Don't decide that budgeting is not right for you because you've only tried one method and you did it for a couple of months. It's a work in progress and no two months are the same. And so it's important to create a brand new budget at the beginning of every month and then check in on your budget against your spending either every day or every week to see how you're tracking against what you budgeted. Um, you know, your budget is going to change from month to month. So this month you may have a car repair. Next month you may have a trip. Another month you may have a wedding. You know, there are different things that are going to come up and you want to be able to plan for them in advance. That way those expenses don't take you by surprise when they show up. Okay, so let's talk about the different methods in which you can budget your money. And like I mentioned earlier, there is no one right way. There is a variety of different ways that you can budget. And I'm going to talk about some of them now. It's all about finding the method that works for you and then sticking to it. So one method is the envelope or cash method. And this is where you subtract your expenses from your income and then you put each expense amount into a physical or virtual envelope. And then once the envelope for a particular expense is depleted, you can no longer spend in that category anymore. So basically you have an envelope for your rent, an envelope for your phone bill, an envelope for grocery shopping, one for um going out to eat, one for gifts, whatever your different categories are. And then once the money you've assigned to that envelope is done, then you are done spending. And then if you don't spend all the money in a particular envelope, um, then you can repurpose the funds towards something else like your savings or towards your debt or to fill up another category that is um, another envelope that is empty. So this is quite a popular method, the envelope or cash method. And it basically helps you focus on um, the actual amounts you're spending, especially if you put cash into physical envelopes, you have to take it out of your wallet and actually hand it over. And a lot of people will pause and rethink their spending when they see the cash leaving their hands. So if you're struggling with overspending, you definitely want to consider the envelope or cash method. Then there is the percentage breakout method, and this is a very common method as well. 
this is um, the most common type of percentage breakout is the 50, 30, 20 breakout. This is where you break your income into percentages and you assign 50% of your income to your needs and essentials, including your housing. You assign 30% to your wants and non-essentials, and then you assign at least 20% to your savings or debt. Um, this breakout, however, is unique to your personal situation. So if you have a lot of debt, then you want to consider reducing some of the other percentages to put more money towards your debt. And the same applies for savings. If you have a big savings goal that savings goal that you need to meet, then you want to consider reducing the other percentages so you can increase your savings amount. And one important thing I will mention around uh, the percentage breakout is that when you're thinking about your housing costs, ideally you don't want your housing costs to be more than 30% of um, your percentage breakouts. Because when your housing is too expensive, when it's more than 30% of your income, then your budget starts to get tight because you have less money for your other needs and your essentials, you have less money for your wants, and you also have less money to put towards your savings and your debt. And 30% in itself is a big amount already for housing. So you wanna keep that in mind when you're looking for your next place, if you're looking to rent or to buy, you don't want your housing costs to be more than 30% of your income. So another budgeting method is the anti-budgeting or reverse budgeting method. And this is where you focus on a single goal, such as paying off your debt or saving a certain amount of money each month, in addition to paying your bills. And as long as you meet the your monthly goal commitment and you pay your bills without exceeding your income, you can do whatever you like with the rest of the money that you have left over. However, I'm not a big fan of this budgeting method, the anti-budgeting method, because um, I still think that you want to assign every dollar a job to do for you. So yes, it's okay to focus on a goal such as paying off debt or saving and then paying your other bills, but the money you have left over, you still want to tell that money what to do. You still want to break it out into categories of what you're going to do with that money. And then of course, you can make it really, really simple by using an app to help you budget. And there are a ton of really awesome apps. The two most popular ones are Mint and you need a budget. And so there's a variety of different methods that can help you um, manage your money. The most important thing is that you want to get intimate with your finances. You want to know your categories. You want to check in and track your spending against these categories. And you also want to make sure that you um, are checking in frequently and you're thinking of ways to reduce your expenses and also thinking of ways to increase your income. Because the truth is you can only reduce your expenses to a certain degree. You can only reduce your expenses by so much. However, there's no limit to how much you can earn. And so you want to do a combination of the two where you, yes, you focus on reducing your expenses, but you also focus on earning more and increasing your income so that you can cover your budgeting categories. You can increase the gap between your income and your expenses. And the money in that gap is the money you can put to your wants, your savings goals, to your debt repayments, your investments, to basically basically helping you build wealth. So again, that gap really matters, the gap between your income and your expenses, because your expenses are the bills that you pay. And, um, you know, a lot of times they are fixed bills, but then the gap is where is the room that you have to do everything else that you want to do and get to financial freedom. A couple more really important things I want to mention when it comes to budgeting is that you want to make sure that when you create your budget, you include everything. A lot of people make the mistake of only including their bills in their budget, but there is everything else happening in their lives. There, there are their daily living expenses. There is, you know, 
everything else that's happening in your life that you want to include in your budget. So your budget has to include more than just your bills. If it's getting your hair done, getting your nails done, buying groceries, buying gas, all of that stuff needs to go in your budget. You basically want to get a good sense of how much you're spending. And if you're not sure, um, go over your last couple of months of bank statements um, or even credit card statement and see where your money is going and use that to create the categories in your budget. And then you know where to focus on cutting down or cutting off completely. The other thing I wanted to mention is that when you're creating your budget, it's important to include your debt repayment strategy as part of your budget. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you create your debt repayment strategy, you list out all of your debts, you prioritize them by interest rate or by balance, and then you use a calculator to determine by when you want to get out of debt or how much you how much you can pay each month to get out of get out of debt by X date. And you want to make sure that you are putting those payment amounts into your budget that way when you are looking at your budget as a, you know, as a whole, you have accounted for paying off your debt in your budget. You don't want to exclude your debt payments from your budget. You want to include them in your budget. And again, if you're able to reduce your expenses or increase your income or do both, then you can take that extra money that you have and put it towards your debt repayment. This way you can get yourself out of debt even faster. So that's everything I wanted to talk about around budgeting. And I hope that this has been helpful, especially if you are struggling with budgeting or you're trying to put one in place. Um, yeah. So if you have enjoyed what you have listened to, again, please leave a review, tell people about the podcast, share it with your friends friends and your family. And I'll be back again with another topic soon. Thank you guys for listening.